Ethereum and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. I have Chad Kettering and Armando Pantoya, both co-founders of Hire Match, H-I-R-E-M-A-T-C-H. Website is hirematch.io. Uh, Armando is also a lead developer at Hire Match. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're fine. How Excellent. So um, tell me about Hire Match. What, what's the premise of it, and what do you guys do there? Well, Hire Match is, was developed to become a platform for uh, the employee recruitment mar- market. So our intent is to decentralize um, the current market uh, by using blockchain technology and uh, specifically smart contracts to do so. So uh, it's a employee recruitment market is a $450 billion global industry, and it's a bit outdated and uh, kind of a legacy business that's ripe for disruption. So that's why we created the Hire Match platform. Well, tell me, how does, how does it happen right now, employee recruitment? What does it look like? And then what's your version of it look like? How does it look like? Right, right now, it's, it's pretty inefficient. Uh, so the way, way it happens now is that a company will call a recruiter. The recruiter will, will access their network of possible candidates and reach out to each one and see if they you know, want to send in their resume. And then this process is inefficient because each recruiter is only limited to their network. Right, so you only got maybe you know a few hundred people that you can reach out to. Well, Hire Match is going to change that by increasing the network. We're going to uh, so the company will come to our site, post a job, and then that job will go out to thousands of uh, of our agents. We, agents are people who search for jobs in, either through a mobile app or they do it through uh, our open API uh, by writing smart applications, you know, to access and uh, and submit candidates. So what this is going to do is going to increase the the network and the possible candidates, which in turn is going to increase the, uh, the it's going to increase the quality and the speed of getting the candidate into that job. Yeah, I think it'll it's ultimately you'll get uh, you know the better recruiters, you'll see them getting rewarded more handsomely, and the ones that are currently in the system or in the environment right now, not doing that great of a job, will um, you know will not do well because their candidates will not be being placed, and you know um, so we'll see the kind of a natural progression of the better recruiters um, rising to the top. And the problem is now there's just too much noise in the industry. Like uh, if I put out a job posting right now, like on deed.com or one of the more traditional boards, you know, I could get flooded with applicants and the chances that I make a, you know, the, the right choice are pretty slim out of that, you know, that wide net of uh, candidates that are going to come my way. 
So what this will do is it'll allow the employer to uh, get three or four fully vetted candidates that they can trust have been verified as far as their education, their employment history, uh, all the credentials that are uh, critical to an employer. How are you going to verify people's credentials? Is the, uh, the system itself going to do that somehow, or is it uh, going to be the recruiters themselves that are supposed to have done it and then present the candidates? That's part of our, uh, our, our system, right? So there's three things that uh, these agents can do. They can find, they can verify, or submit candidates. So those are three things. That's one of the three things that we will pay people to do for us. So uh, uh, a developer could write a system that does background checks on every candidate that comes through, and you can earn tokens like that. Or you can verify somebody's, uh, you know, background or whatever. So that's part of the system. And the interesting thing is with the emergence of blockchain technology now, there's uh, we've run into a few companies that are actually specializing in the verification process. So we'll, we'll be able to actually plug in, if need be, we could plug in there um, you know, some of the work that they've done, you know, into our platform to additionally verify credentials of, of uh, those that are using the system. So would you even need recruiters to verify people, or people can verify themselves individually and get onto the platform? Uh, we, I mean, we're, that's part of the bounty program. Right? So we send out tokens to people who verify candidates. So that's part of the platform. Okay, so but all right, so you you have these like aggregators of candidates. I guess you call them recruiters. Yeah. But what about what if I'm just an individual and I'm a programmer and I heard about your platform? I say, hmm, I want to be a part of it. Do I have to go through a recruiter to get onto it, or can I just no. join the platform no. and I'm I got to vet myself somehow? Okay, so so I'm a little confused. So you want if you're a programmer, you want to. Submit yourself as a candidate, or you want to be part of the. Uh, you want to earn tokens. No, I just want to. I just want to find a job. You know, I'm just looking for a job, so I want to be a candidate. Yeah. Okay, so um, there, there's no direct way you can submit yourself to the platform. You'd have to go through an agent. So we okay. only, our our platform only accepts submissions, and we rely on our agents to find and verify and submit those candidates. So you would upload your, if you're that engineer, you would upload your, you know, your portfolio or your resume if, if you are or were. And at that point, then uh, recruiters that are doing a good job could match up the criteria of what the employers are looking for, your history and whatnot, and then you could be recommended for those positions. So that's part of the vetting process. Would this also help me, um, you know, like right now, if I want to get a job, I got to go find recruiters, for instance, and submit myself to them. Through your platform, would I be able to submit myself to a lot more recruiters at once? Would it help me That's as an correct. individual? Well, you, you submit it, and a lot more recruiters would have access to, uh, you know, to push. If I find out Armando is, you know, a, a great programmer, and Google has an opening that, you know, meet, lines aligns well with what uh, his skill set is, then I would recommend him and other people that have, you know, we could really dive into his personal network. So other people that have worked with Armando or people that know Armando and his skill set could recommend him for the position. So he would, uh, you know, begin to you know, filter his way up to one of the top candidates that would be eventually submitted for that job. And the other thing is with this, you get more of a, the decentralized nature of it is, is, is one of the beauties because right now, if you go to a typical recruiter, if I hire a typical recruiting agency, they're, you know, they're typically just going to put forward their best, uh, who's ever under their umbrella, you know, for the, so you're not, necessarily getting the best candidate out there. You're getting the best candidate uh, with, that with that recruitment agency. Well, you're fishing in smaller ponds. I guess this would link together all these small ponds and you get a much bigger uh, group of people from which you could choose. 
Yeah, you're instead of, you're you know uh, basically crowdsourcing uh, the recruitment process, you know, versus just depending on one person to do it for you. If you guys want to go totally decentralized, why only allow recruiters to come onto the platform? Why not allow individuals themselves? What's Any, what would be the downside of that? Anybody can come onto the platform. If you're a developer, and let's say, for example, you're a developer and you're only good at advertising, right? You can create a, a website on top of our platform that only submits candidates to jobs, you know? So so that's, that's, that's we're actually taking the power away from recruiters and giving it to everybody. So anybody can use our open API and anybody can use our, uh, our, our mobile app to submit, or to find, verify, and submit candidates. So it's open to anybody. You don't have to be a recruiter to do this. What about if you're um, not tech savvy and you want to be a part of the platform? Let's say I'm a recruiter with a small firm. You know, I just don't have the budget to have a developer go make, you know, an application for your platform. Do you have any off-the-shelf ones that I could use? Yeah, so that's where the mobile app comes in, right? So you download the mobile app and you can submit candidates via that mobile app. Yeah, it really, it really opens the, or lowers the barrier of entry for those that want to get in the industry uh, that that uh, could really do a good job, you know, but maybe are being, um, you know, they're not with a big agency or not a big recruiting firm or there's no openings at those firms. So it really opens up the uh, the market to people that really want to uh, you know, get into the industry. Those that are in the industry and doing a great job uh, will excel. So, um, and that's the problem right now. Again, you hear from, you know, we have a lot of, we've done a lot of yeah, interviews with people in the industry and there's some people in the Industries such as Randstad that are on our team, and the biggest complaint generally is just the you know the amount of noise when they're looking for a position. Uh, they too many candidates, not they're not uh, quality candidates. They're not sticking around for a long period of time. So it's just a lot of you know inefficiencies, and and it's, it's you know the overall consensus is that it's time for a change, and uh, the platform we're creating with HireMatch uh, can do this. Well, but it, I mean, if you aggregate lots of recruiters. I mean that could mean tons more candidates. What's what's to say that the noise won't increase? You know what kind of filters or ways do you guys have so that you know you're getting a bigger pool, but you're vetting them harder so that you don't get just thousands of of you know hordes of people that are not qualified. Right. Well, you, there's, like I said, there's a vetting process. So only those that if Armando is recommended by uh, 50 different people and those recruiters have a good status with our um, with our platform, then he's more likely to get you know, in front of the employer than somebody that has two recommendations and, um, you know, maybe the qualifications don't match up as well. So the vetting process will only allow at the end, ultimately, um, you know, three to five candidates to uh, to get to the employer. Is that based on the strength of the candidates or is that now based on the, you know, am I putting my fate in the hands of my recruiter? And if they're not good or they're not, you know, renowned, then I may not get access to jobs that I otherwise should get access to. No, ultimately it'd be in the hands of the the talents of the uh, of the worker themselves. So you're not relying on just one recruiter. So ultimately your skill set will uh, push you to the top versus who you know. So that's how we're actually improving on that. Right now it's who you know or what firm you're with. I'll I'll give you a good example. You know I'll, I'll talk about it from the technology side, right? So one candidate comes into the system for one job, right? So that candidate is going to be verified. That's what the verification part is. That candidate can be verified and vetted by thousands of API, uh, you know, API writers. So each API writer or each each person that's a developer that's writing a smart application is going to assign a, a rank to that person. So the 
that 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 rank is going to be aggravated into a high, you know, something we call higher rank, right? So that person gets a rank on the what, you know, what what their potential is for a particular particular job. So that that's how we kind of know, you know, uh, if a person gets a job or does not fit a job. So it kind of reduces the noise because you can sort by rank now. I would think that so, um, making stuff. I would think that people end up coming through a few different uh apis at most i mean like you know once once you ha- i don't know if you're developing them or if you're relying on third parties to develop them but once someone makes like a re- you know a robust okay sign up here as a recruiter and here's everything you need to get running without them having to you know to program any of that that people will just use it so i think there'll be a few favorite um i don't even know what you call them but just yeah platforms for uh, yeah. on your platform for people to uh to you know to recruit like an off-the-shelf type thing. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Eventually, some of those API writers are going to rise to the top. It's just the competition. Right. But but still, I mean, like, and another answer to one of your questions, that we, we are going to write the initial APIs. So we're going to write these initial set of different APIs and let evolution take place. You know, whatever the best ones are, mm-hmm. we're going to rise to the top. So after that, you're going to, you know, we already have a few people already in line to, you know, start writing these APIs. So, um, I do believe that eventually you're right, that uh, a few will eventually take the top spots, but they'll take the top spots because they're the best, and they're going to be given the, the, the correct numbers to each candidate, and it's still, in the end, it's still going to work out okay. It's better if it happens like that. If you have too many, yeah. there'll be confusion. You know? We've had a lot of people that are in the industry with recruitment agencies, job boards, or whatever, actually contacting us. Uh, they've found out about HireMatch, and they're asking how the API works, how they'd be able to tie in. So we're actually not even a direct competition to them. It's, it's actually an additional tool, um, you know, so it's, it's being well-received, uh, you know, across the board. So what, what stage are you at? Is your platform live? Do you have any uh, instances running where recruiters can no, sign up yet? Not yet. We'll have that in the next, before the end of the year. Uh, we have an alpha version out now. So yep. You can take a look at, at that on GitHub. Yeah, we just actually started the crowdfunding sale on October 1st, and that's running through the month of October. So we developed the, you know, that's most of the funds raised through the crowdfund will be used to uh, enhance and, you know, develop the uh, platform itself. That's the purpose of the sale. Okay. So you're doing, um, all right, you're doing a crowd sale right now. Yep, we have a token sale. It's live right now at HireMatch.io. Um, we've got probably three, three to 400 participants in it already at this point and that's just in the first six or seven days so um it's it's moving along pretty pretty rapidly there's global the, the interesting thing is there's a global uh, demand for something like this so a lot of our interest has come from japan and brazil and europe and so it's uh it's not just confined to the united states by any by any means what um you know let's get into some more of the mechanics so yeah. end of the year um you know in the next few months so you have an alpha that uh, recruiters can start testing and putting jobs on? Yeah, we should have a beta version by the end of the year. So it should be a uh, – hmm. so people will be able to submit jobs before – maybe beginning end of this year or early next year. We plan to have it uh, released. In mo- most, okay. most, large, most large firms have, uh, such as Randstad and, and uh, traditional firms, have uh, divisions that are, you know, deal with innovation and forward-thinking platforms. So. Getting into some of these agencies will not be difficult. They're looking for platforms to test and try out internally. So uh, we visited with a number of them already that we'll be able to onboard and, and test and give us feedback before we roll it out to the uh, you know, nationwide. 
So what's, what's your business model? How do you guys make money? Do you charge a fee for each match or for the recruiters themselves? So, so when a, when the employer puts out a, a looking for a position, they put out what we call a bounty. So let's say you put out a, a bounty for 10,000 hire tokens. Let's say that's you know, $10,000, if you will. So that bounty goes out and it's set up through a smart contract. So it so everyone involved in the process, it incentivizes them to take part. So we'll uh, those that are taking part in the uh, process uh, will get some tokens back, and then uh, you know upon a successful hire, that's how we'll make our money. We'll get a percentage, and the employer themselves actually gets a small chunk back as well. So everyone in the network is incentivized to uh, you know by the by the bounty this place. Yeah. So so the your token is the currency of the realm there. So recruiters they earn tokens and what they can they're going to be able to convert them to uh, to fiat somehow. Yeah, yeah, we'll be uh, available in the exchanges and they can convert them to Bitcoin or Ethereum. So just like any other cryptocurrency now, um, you know, it'll be on the exchange. So you can you know, people do all obviously whatever they all different things with them. But yeah, you can you could trade it or exchange it for Ethereum or Bitcoin and you know use that for whatever purposes you use it for. But versus, okay. let's say you put an engineer out who's got a, you know, you could see a recruitment fee and and first year fees of up to thirty thirty five thousand dollars depending on their salary. You can do that for a fraction of a cost using our platform and end up with a better candidate. Yeah, I mean any industry where there's you know huge margins like that and just you know inefficiencies and just overall, um, you know everyone everyone knows there's something new coming because it's outdated the way it's uh, currently you know, being run that. Yeah, that's that's really exciting part for us. So, what are some of the um, the big uh, partnerships that you guys are looking to do? Like, will you be able to partner with Indeed or Monster or places like that, the big big job boards, or um, you just kind of got to go your own way and and you think that you'll just be approached by people and you won't have to deal with those guys? Oh, yeah, we like to uh, we would like to integrate into those systems uh, some type of way. I mean, we do have uh, we do have an advisor that is part of the innovation team over at Randstad. And Rantat owns Monster.com. So we're, uh, after we get the crowdfunding over and we develop the beta version, we're going to present it to them, and hopefully we can work together to uh, integrate into what they already have. To be, we, we don't want to directly compete. We want to be a part. Yeah, this isn't a job board. It's yeah. a, you know employee recruitment platform, so they'll be able to tie into it and um, you know benefit from it as well. So. Gotcha. And what about the um, the recruiters themselves? What have you guys seen what makes a good recruiter versus a bad one or a particularly effective one? Yeah, well, basically a good recruiter is, is placing quality candidates that are, you know, a right fit for the culture um, and not just, a, you know, not just their education matching up, but just uh, good fits that are sticking around for, you know, six months, 12 months down the year. So I guess typical complaints you hear now are recruiters just pushing people through. Uh, it's not working out. Then they have like a the traditional model has a guarantee in place, so if that guy doesn't work out, we'll replace them. Uh, you know, number of times, so you're you're turning over, you're just pushing employees through, hoping through one, you know, one of them sticks. So, um, and there's there's other there's bounty jobs. I think is one that's out there that's doing uh, something similar to what we're doing, but they're you know kind of notorious for maybe. You know, but anyway, there's. It's a large industry, which is again not being uh, you know, the the quality is is not there really. Um, so I think uh, the way we have this set up, uh, it'll really filter out. So 
employers can trust that they're working with uh, top recruiters that are bringing them top talent? Yeah, I, I think a good recruiter is somebody that has the intelligence of the job, of the job that they're looking for, right? So in my experience, like if somebody was a, a, a software engineer in their past life and now they're a recruiter, they place the best candidates for that job. That, right. That's what I've always felt is uh, what makes a good recruiter. What what industries are you guys going to focus on in terms of recruiters, or is it just whoever comes? You know, specifically, probably the easiest entry would be is the you know the industries with uh, highest margins. So the you know your tech te- your, your tech you you know the people that are making uh, you know seventy eighty grand or more a year you know definitely so you know medical tech uh, you know engineers. We kind of want to stick around that realm at first because that's what we know. So. Uh, uh, IT uh, technology. I uh, want to stick to those type of jobs because of the high, you know, the high, uh, the, the high acquisition fees, and also the, it's something that we already know. So we're gonna, that's what we're gonna. That's gonna be our starting point. But we're gonna expand into different markets, different industries. And specifically in those industries, there's a lot of amazing talent around the world that's uh, you know not really being matched up well with uh, the positions available. So is there a fee for recruiters to participate, or how does it work? I'm a recruiter. I want to be a part of the platform. What do I do? Just sign up as a, initially you just sign up as a recruiter. Um, there's a vetting process that will last, you know, a short period of time just so we're, you know, we're eliminating bots and just, you know, um, people that are out to do uh, malicious things. So once you've proven to be a, a legitimate recruiter, then you're open to start, you know, some, you know viewing positions that are available and, and begin matching them up or submitting your uh, candidates. But there's no fees or anything at that time. And then again, with successful matches as a recruiter, I'll earn my normal fee, but I can also earn your token fee, or am I restricted just to just earning the tokens on your platform? Uh, the, the economy of the platform is only our token base. So I mean, there's no outside fiat currency or anything else. So you can only pay with our, our token, and you can only get paid with our token. But the additional the additional benefit there to offset that is maybe you place uh, you know three four candidates a month. Traditionally, or if that uh, with this, you could place you know five times that with ultimately less effort and more because you're dealing with more employers versus just your you know traditional traditional means. So the, the volume should be uh, outpace that and make it you know worthwhile. Okay. Quick question. So as as a recruiter, I only get paid if um, my people get jobs, right? The people I bring in. Not necessarily. Uh, that's that's the magic of the bounty system, right? So. If you submit a candidate that passes verification and he's not hired but he was part of the process, you would get a small percentage of the token. If you uh, submit somebody and they're interviewed, you get a little, you know, a higher percentage of the token. You get the most if your candidate is hired. But if you had a candidate that was anyway involved in that process, you earn tokens. And this is to incentivize people to to, to submit people. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people don't want to, you know, uh, recruiters don't want to submit anybody because they're like, well, you know, he's not going to get hired. But you don't know, you know, just to be safe, you can submit people and you still earn uh, tokens. And the counterbalance to that is, you know, well, you don't want people to just submit garbage. That goes back to that betting process where you just be, probate, you know, probation period will be put on the account or, uh, you know, just in traditional means, there's a lot of ways to vet things like that. So even the community themselves, those. <laughs> Those that are being recruited could report, uh, you know, for recruiters, and that'll be just traditional means that are being used now on platforms. It, it makes it a lot easier with uh, in today's world to, to vet out, you know, bad apples. 
And I mean, over time, you say if somebody submits a bunch of bad candidates, that the percentage of the tokens they get out of every bounty would, would go down, you know, progressively. So if somebody you submitted a bunch of bad candidates and you continue to do that, your 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 earning earning potential will eventually go down to zero. And and it's and it's the inverse if your your candidates are good candidates. You know, your earning potential goes up every time your candidates pass verification. The more and more candidates pass verification that you submit it, the more the you know the the higher your potential to earn goes. Oh, so the better I do, the more of my candidates get jobs, the more money I yeah, make, so, and the less, the so less. So they incentivize good recruiters and good uh, application developers. They incentivize them to continue and to make good, efficient uh, systems and, and to submit quality candidates. And the other thing is you have to get – the thing that prevents – let's say I wanted to be a recruiter and just submit 10,000 people. The thing that would prevent that as well is you'd have to get uh, permission <laughs> Uh, it'd be permission based, so that person is going to be the the potential employee of the talent itself would have to say yes, that's okay for you to submit my, you know, to recommend me for this position. So uh, you, there's a checks and balances there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you got to get there's a process there. Okay, makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, what what some of your what are some of your goals for another six months? Number of views, number of matches. What metrics? What metrics is going to tell you that this was successful? Uh, that's going to come when, once the system gets uh, launched. Uh, we don't know right now because we have to get some uh, some data. Once we get that initial data, we can start judging. You know, we have to submit. You know, we have to get surveys from the end users. We have to get data from the users, from the agents themselves, and from the system. And once we get that, we can start making the metrics as uh, what makes a good recruiter versus a bad one. So then we'll start, you know, uh, placing that in the system and rewarding those that we consider good and punishing those we consider bad. And then also it'll probably take, it'll take at least six months uh, to a year to start to develop, you know, relationships and, and find out uh, those, you know, if they're sticking around after six months, are they still happy with the employee? And, and that's kind of how we can gauge, um, you know, gauge how successful it's been as well. That's, that's I guess, one of the main things I look at. This, this, this. Right now, if you look at, if a large company hires 10 engineers, there may be a uh, you know, 30% satisfactory rate. So we're hoping to be, uh, you know, be it, you know, I think that's, that's our strength right there is to prove that, hey, uh, it's more like a 60 or 70% satisfactory rate versus your current 30%. And, you, you know, so you're acquiring better, you know, better talent that's sticking around for a lower rate. That's, that's the upside for employers. Okay. Well, very good. So how can um, people that are interested in, in getting onto the platform as recruiters, how do they find you and you know, where do they go? Who do they talk to? Well, right now, we're, like I said, our focus right now is the crowd sale itself. So we're developing the platform. So once the crowd sale is over, we'll be deploying, start deploying the, fl- the funds to, um, you know, to develop that platform where uh, employers and uh, recruiters and everyone can start to you know, register and start to use the platform. So, you know, right now, like I said, like Armando said, we'll be releasing a version here, Q4. But right now, the the main focus is just on the crowd sale itself. All right. Any quick details on the crowd sale? So they go to uh, HireMatch.io. You know, how much of the uh, are the tokens right now? I don't, you know, is it you submit Ethereum? You know, how does the crowd sale work? All right. The crowd sale works uh, right now. There, uh, we provide uh, 2,100 uh, hire tokens for every uh, uh, one ether. Uh, that you submit. So that's only for our pre-sale. Once the pre-sale goes away, we're going to go down to 900 hour tokens for one Ethereum. So, uh, and that, that closes in the next, 
So once we get to once we sell twenty thousand, then that happens. That uh, the price is, uh, is is increased, and you get less hard tokens for for Ethereum. Yep, and the right. sale the sale will be yeah it'll be open to the public through uh, to the month of October. So October thirty first is the end of the sale. And which exchanges are you aiming for, and when? Uh, we have a few that we're working on right now, uh, and there are, so a couple are based in Japan. It's hard to finalize anything until the crowd sale's over in that regards. But uh, mm. our, the team that we've worked with has worked with three or four successful ICOs, so they have the relationships in place and the contacts. And we've already submitted the applications, so it's just a matter of which ones we'll be able to work with. But to touch on Armando's point, our, Japan is a really exciting uh, market. There's been a lot of interest in, in uh, you know, from that market in our platform. So that's something we really want to focus on. Um, so we hope to be making some announcements about that exchange uh, you know, shortly after the first part of November and being on um, you know, as many exchanges as we need to be within the first 30 days as, uh, after the conclusion of the sale. Gotcha. Okay. That's the beauty of the token sales versus traditional crowdfunding, of course. You have the, you know, actual liquidity and exciting projects versus just a... All right. Well, very good. Um, you know, so hirematch.io. And uh, thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.